0: Welcome to the Babe to Boss podcast, where you will learn how to build and scale your online business to six figures and beyond in fewer hours, no hustle, and a fuckload of fun. I'm your host, Brittany Budd. Hey, babes. How many of you can relate to hustle culture? Ah, I feel like we all can. Back in like 2016, 2017, 2018, the hustle culture was like the cool thing, right? There was this whole girl boss movement, and we were putting that we were hustlers in our profiles and talking about grinding, and it was hustle all day, hustle all night. It was so stressful, though, wasn't it? I remember very vividly thinking that. By posting pictures of my kids, like at the park or at the beach. I was even posting pictures of my family at Disney World and saying things like, "View from my office today, I can work from anywhere. And that there lies the whole fucking problem. I can work from anywhere. Yeah, you can work from anywhere. But the real message that we want to be putting out is that you can make money from anywhere. But it's so ingrained in our brains and in our minds. In order to make money, you have to be working hard. And so I was posting these beautiful pictures of my children at the beach, talking about hustling, talking about making money from there, talking about grinding, paying no fucking attention to my kids. Because I was literally on my phone. My kids are napping at Disney World. They were little, little, little. I mean, they're still little, but they were smaller. I was pregnant with my daughter, Arabella, and she's three now. So my boys were like, Oliver had just turned three. Noah wasn't two yet. And we're at Disney World and they're napping. And I have my laptop and I was sitting out on the porch hustling. My husband was napping with my kids not me. I was hustling. I had money to make. I had shit to do. And this was like a badge of honor, right? Like the girl boss movement just brought more pressure to moms. Raise our kids, make the meals, do the laundry. A lot of us working day jobs. And now we're hustling every chance we can in the name of our kids. How many of you can relate to this? I'm sure some of you are nodding along being like, yeah, I totally have done this. I've definitely posted pictures of my kids with like my legs. You know, the typical, the typical photo, you know, you're sitting on the beach, your kids are on the water, you're in the sand. You've got like some of your legs and your feet and your like view from my office today. Everyone be jealous of me. But no one really was except the other people who had that ambition to hustle and grind. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, everyone should be so jealous of me right now. Like, I'm literally working at Disney World. That's how much flexibility I have. Like, cue the laughter. Where's the laugh track? <laughs> that that fucking sucked. That sucked to have to to feel that I had to hustle every waking moment. And so a lot of people are talking about this Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. I have not watched it. Just like based on comments, I feel like I have a a gist of what happens in this documentary and I get it. Social media has conditioned us to search for the next high and it's not even like these huge spikes in entertainment but just these little blips. I kind of imagine it like you know like when you're in the hospital and you've got this like heart machine off to the side and it's beeping and the the little dots going up and down with your heartbeat. It's almost like it's on that deadline like meh. That deadline, while you're on social media, until you get a reward of something entertaining you, and then you get a little beep, beep little blip. Ooh, that was entertaining! Ha, 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 ha. I'm gonna chuckle at that. And then we go back to the deadline, and we keep scrolling, 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 looking for something else to give us another little blip, a little hike in our, in our lives, in our moods, in our attitudes. Something funny, something cute. Right? But when we're hustlers, we get that from getting likes on our posts. Ooh, I just wrote out this great piece of content. Oh, I just took a before- and after selfie. Got some likes.!" Beep. And we're constantly hunting for it, and then all of a sudden, someone comments, "What? I got a comment? A positive comment. That little blip gets a little bit taller, a little bit more of a boost in our mood, and our energy right there. But now the likes don't really get a reaction in our hormones, our serotonin. We're not getting that little boost anymore. So now we're on the hunt for comments. Then we're on the hunt for DMs. One of my clients recently was saying that someone had DM'd her and said, oh, what you said blew my mind. And then all of a sudden after a couple of days, She felt like her content wasn't resonating with her audience anymore. And I was like, that's because you're chasing the high of someone DMing you to tell you that you blew their mind. Now nothing's good enough unless someone's mind has been blown. And so you're chasing that. You're trying to put out content that blows minds every day. That's not real life. Until we get up to the point that we're getting clients. We're getting customers. We're signing people to our downline. That's the ultimate high, right there—the ultimate reward—and so we're constantly hustling for that. But that's fewer and further between than a couple of likes, which was the first thing that gave us that boost. Likes mean nothing anymore. Now it's like, oh, I'm only getting twenty likes. Ugh, oh, I'm only getting fifty likes. Ugh, oh, I only have a hundred likes. Stupid. I want customers now, and it's this chase that's the hustle. That's the hustle. It's the addiction to that boost in serotonin, that boost, that confidence boost. And it's, it's almost like it validates us. And so we're constantly looking, just like my client that I just mentioned, looking to people on the internet to validate us. And so here we are, we've got our small children, we're hustling our eyeballs off. We're constantly sending DMs. We're constantly posting, engaging with people, just fucking scrolling for the sake of scrolling, chasing, chasing something that's going to make us feel good about ourselves. And I remember being on my phone at night in bed with my husband, sleeping. And I would be awake midnight, 1 a.m., commenting on people's posts. Cause I'm very, very far east coast. Like, you think of the East Coast of North America, I'm a little bit past that. Like I'm in Atlantic time. So like midnight, 1 a.m., people on the West Coast, it's like 8, 9 o'clock in the evening, like at night. They're awake. I should be awake too. I should be talking to them. And it was this pressure, this pressure to build more, do more, imposed on me by me, but also other hustlers, Because we play the compare game, right? We're looking around and we're like, well, she's doing this. She's got more clients. She's got more downline. She's got more customers. I got to do what she's doing. She never stops. Look at her. She's even working at Disney World with her kids. When the fuck do I get to take a break? I can't. How can I compete with that? I have to keep up with her. And so we're scrolling, we're scrolling. We're up all hours of the night. And then, and then... We have this, well, real CEOs wake up at 4.30 in the morning and work out for an hour. And then they do personal development for a few hours and they journal for an hour. And they just drink shakes and smoothies. And uh, then they just get their shit going for the day. So you're up until midnight, 1 a.m., hustling. And now this narrative that if you want to be a real boss, you have to wake up at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning and work out for an hour do a bunch of personal development and journaling before you even start your day so when do we sleep i don't never oh okay cool we just never sleep again while we build these empires that's not that's not right this is wrong this culture is wrong and i did this for a couple of years while i was in network marketing i did this for like two years of just hustle 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 and yeah, it did start to pay off after a while. My team was growing. My customer base was growing. People were recognizing, this is a person you want to talk to you. If you want to talk about skincare, she knows what she's talking about. But it wasn't enough. And for most people in the entrepreneurial world, it'll never be enough. Statistically, only 6% of entrepreneurs will ever hit six figures, only 6%. That means 94% of people hustling and grinding and doing their shit and a lot of people not. Like we know that most people that have online businesses are not doing the work. They're not showing up consistently. They're not making consistent offers. Their messaging is way off the mark. Their offer is off the mark. They don't have an audience that they're talking to. But only 6% of people, that's a pretty exclusive club, I think. But that's what we're chasing, right? That's why we started this. We're thinking, oh, this is going to give me freedom. When really, we've turned it into shackles. it's quite stressful, really, because as moms, we already do so much. Like, we don't sleep well anyway. We don't eat well anyway. Our kids are constantly coming before us. We're trying to make the house float. We're trying to do our duties, our jobs if we have them outside of the home. And now we're expected to hustle our brains out all night and <laughs> the wee hours of the morning. No, stop. Stop right now. I want to bring light to this because it's not at all the way to make money in your business. You know, my first real year in business, and I say real year. Because that first year that I was like, I'm a coach very awkwardly. And I got a couple of clients. Like I was very quickly recruited by my coach to be a leader in her community. And while I was a leader in her community, I had to do not compete. And so I, my business just kind of turned into dust (laughs) while I literally helped her grow her business. And it wasn't until I quit that. I was able to get my business back on the ground. But in my first real year of business, I did over 100K. My kids, I had three of them. My oldest was five. He was being homeschooled for kindergarten. I don't, don't ask. <laughs> I'm what the heck are you teaching a kindergartner at home? That's such a good question. Not a whole lot. And so I'm working... Kind of when I can, I've got my amazing community. I'm showing up maybe an hour a day because that's all I had. And I was sleeping so much. Like you will never ever, you know, that scene from the office where Michael is talking to David Wallace and David's asking him about how he's had his branch so successful. And he just like starts a sentence And he's like, you know, you start a sentence and you just don't know where it's going. And you hope you find it along the way. And he's just like, never, ever, for any reason, do anything ever, no matter how, no matter (laughs) what, you know, that scene, that's how I feel about never waking up at 430 in the morning. I will never, ever, for any reason. Well, you could probably get me up at 430 in the morning if you told me I was going to get on a plane and go somewhere nice. But no. I'm not. No, never. (laughs) Fuck that. I like sleeping too much. I was getting loads of sleep because I wasn't rushing to get my, my kindergartner out the door for school. My kids like to sleep. They're great sleepers. I'm a very blessed mama. I was getting loads of sleep, like seven hours a night, more homeschooling my kid, wrangling my others. We're in full lockdown. My husband is essential. And so I'm growing this business talking to my audience for like an hour a day, not in one go, like spread out throughout the day, an hour, maybe two, running my strategy calls, serving the clients I already had. And I did over $100,000. And it wasn't even a whole year, mid-February to December 31st. So like 10 and a half months That's wild to me, considering I was stepping away from this hustle culture, this grind and whatever, hustle and heart and hustle hard. And oh, goodness, it was, it is hard. It is hard. It's too much pressure. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy to sit on your phone until midnight or 1am. It's not healthy to then turn around and wake up at 4.30 in the morning. It's not healthy to not eat. It's not healthy to chase that high of getting likes and getting comments and getting DMs and getting clients and making money. And so when I shifted into the coaching world and shifted away from the hustle culture, it was a transition because I was now wired to want to hustle. Like, oh yeah, mama's a hustler. I'm going to make that money, girl. I had to step away from that and go, no, I really got a mom. I got to be really fucking intentional about the little bit of time I have and make this shit work. And I did. And this is what I teach my clients stop looking at strangers on the internet to validate you. Find your validation from within yourself, find your validation from your family, your spouse, your children. Those are the important things. Those things are usually your why anyway. So be validated by how great you are at everything that has to do with them and your relationship with them and their well-being. Take better care of yourself and just be really intentional with the time you have. And if you're thinking, how do I be really intentional with the time that I have? Do I just send DMs for an hour a day? No, no. Do I just scroll on social media and interact with other people's posts so they'll see my posts? No. You can be really intentional. You take that hour that you have, which again is probably spread out into like five minutes here, 10 minutes there. I hear you. This is my life too. And you speak to your audience in a really compelling way. You speak to their brains. You make them read your content and go, Oh, Is she stalking me? How does she know that that's what I'm thinking and feeling right now? How does she know that these are my frustrations and these are my desires? How does she know me so well? And that's a practice. Getting in your client's brains and knowing exactly what they think and exactly what they want and exactly why they don't have it. And making amazing offers to help that person. That's how you be intentional in a little bit of time a day. That's how you kill hustle culture. That's how you don't hustle on your laptop in the middle of Disney World while your family's napping. No, you fucking take a nap too. You deserve it. You play on the beach too. You deserve it. Your kids deserve the present mom. And I know, I know. I think, well, once I hit X amount of money or this level of achievement that I've made up in my mind... Then I'll be able to nap. Then I'll be able to play with my kids. Until then, mommy has to hustle. And that's not right. You can do both. There is no real level. You've got that in your mind. You've put these rules on yourself that, well, I have to hustle my eyeballs, like out of my head, until I reach six figures. You made that up. That's not true. Give yourself permission to be the present parent and. Make a bunch of money in the intentional time that you do have. No more hustling. All right, friends. I hope you enjoyed that episode. As you know, if you need help with any of this, book a call with me or get ready to apply for the audience incubator mastermind. I'm going to be interviewing some of my mastermind clients and some of my one-on-one clients in the coming weeks. You're going to love this. One of my masterminders, Erin, she did not have her business off the ground when she applied and was accepted into the mastermind. At this point, we're 5 weeks into our 6-month term together. Over the first 3 weeks, we refined her message, we identified who her clients are, what her offer is, who she's talking to, how she's talking to them. We laid all of the foundational work. Week four, she launched her first ever Facebook group. Within five days, she had like 63 people that requested to join. They weren't invited. They requested to join. She had four sales calls in the first 10 days since launching her group, and signed her first client. In the first 10 days of launching her business and her group, she signed a client. Results like this can be the norm. Results like this get to be really fucking easy, and she's going to tell you all about it when I interview her, and you guys are going to get to hear it. If you want to see me interview her live, We're going to be doing a Zoom, streaming it live into my Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Come and see it and hang out. I'm going to be interviewing 12 of my clients, and it's going to be amazing. And if you can't come see it live, don't worry. My amazing podcast editor, Joel, will be turning those videos into podcast episodes so you can hear them all right here. Have an amazing week, friends, and I'll see you all soon. Hey, babe, making money in your business should be the easiest and most fucking fun thing that you do. If it's not, I can help. Book your free call at brittanybudd.com forward slash strategy. Talk soon.